Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Global Markets Huddle. Raft Live, shout out to our friends, our Unibankers, who's always tuning in on a weekly basis. So thank you very much to our dear listeners for uh, really uh, sharing some time to listen to the Global Markets Huddle. Again, let's talk about this. And I'm so happy, Clive, right? <laughs> Let's talk about GDP, of course. We want to put a context to that particular uh, happy note. And it was only, now let me put it that way, only BPI who was able, ito, live ready ka na, hindi sobra, hindi kulang, <laughs> in really estimating the GDP. Pero syempre, we want to leave the discussion to our uh, master. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Talk to us about this GDP. That great estimate of yours, buddy. Yeah, so the government reported last week no, that uh, the economy it grew by uh, 8.3% in the first quarter of this year. So uh, very significant growth. no. And uh, this is actually above the expectations of the market. So the market was expecting only around 6.7%. But uh, yun nga, it exceeded the expectations of, of the market. So ano ba yung drivers? No? Ano yung reasons why we got this uh, uh, growth rate no, in the first quarter? So first, uh, yung household consumption, uh, it grew by uh, 10%, 10.1% in the first quarter. And we can uh, attribute this uh, surge no, in household consumption to pent-up demand or uh, revenge uh, spending. So in the first quarter kasi, uh, yung uh, restrictions uh, went down further well after the uh, Omicron uh, surge in, in January. And it should be noted also na despite the uh, Omicron uh, surge in January, uh, the country managed to uh, avoid no, uh, a hard uh, lockdown. No? And yung uh, casualty natin uh, or mortality relatively lower siya compared to what we saw uh, last year. And uh, because of this, because of the increase in uh, the country's vaccination rate then, yung consumer confidence, it uh, received a significant boost. No? So uh, yung uh, mga tao, uh, lumalabas na ulit sila. So we saw a significant improvement in mobility, so on the roads and also on in, inside the malls, no? So yung uh, mobility natin, uh, movement of people uh, in public places, actually it was uh, back no, to pre-pandemic level in uh, February and in, 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 in March. So very significant yung uh, impact ng improvement in mobility in, uh, on uh, economic activity because uh, a lot of the economic activities that we do, they rely heavily on face-to-face encounter, uh, face-to-face uh, transaction. Then aside from household consumption, we also saw an improvement no, in investment spending. So because of the improvement in uh, consumer demand, yung mga businesses, they need to expand their operations and they need to invest no, in uh, new uh, uh, materials, in new factories, uh, machines, no, in order to meet the rising demand. And uh, because of this, no, uh, increase in... Uh, investments, uh, increase in uh, consumer demand, we also saw a significant increase in imports. So we've been uh, importing no, a lot of uh, products from abroad, uh, raw materials, and also capital goods no, used by uh, businesses in uh, producing uh, goods and services. 
Then aside from that, another contributor to this uh, increase is uh, oil prices. So because of the uh, increase no, in the mobility of cars no, on the roads, uh, the country it needs to import no more oil from uh, abroad. Then to add to that is the increase in oil prices. So one of the reasons why imports uh, uh, grew uh, significantly uh, during the quarter. Then as for uh, the indices, naman, uh, uh, some industries, they continue to lag behind uh, other industries. But nonetheless, we're seeing an improvement. Like for example, yung restaurants, uh, hotels, and also transportation, yung industries na yan. Uh, very significant din yung uh, improvement niya during the quarter. And it's because of the improvement no, in uh, consumer confidence. So more and more people are going out, no, uh, uh, engaging in uh, uh, economic activities. Uh, and uh, mas marami yung, nag, uh, marami yung gumagamit niya ng high contact uh, services no, because of that improvement in confidence. So yun. So all in all, uh, very positive news. And uh, we've been able no, to sustain yung recovery momentum natin. And because of that, we expect uh, yung economic output natin to uh, return to pre-pandemic level by the second quarter of uh, this year. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Raph. Na, sige, ulitin natin. Kasi parang nakakatuwa, di ba? That's 8.3 na growth. Ilang banks and institutions ang nagsasubmit ng kanilang estimate, Raph? Yeah, uh, around, well, 10 to 15 siguro na institutions. 10 to 15. Clive, ready ka na. 10 to 15. Uh, Out of the 10 to 15, ilan ang nakatama ng bullseye? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, bullseye, isa lang. Isa Ayun. lang ang nakatama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so si BPI lang yung naka... <laughs> Sakto, naka-bullseye dun sa forecast. Congratulations! It makes me feel proud to be a BPI Unibacker. So congratulations, of course, to the team of Sir Juneri, which includes Raf. Maraming salamat for really putting that time to that. Thank you also for the update. Now let's go to Prof. Life. Now let's talk about this. So GDP, we know this, di ba? Parang ito yung growth natin as far as the Philippines is concerned. But of life, I keep on hearing about this in most economic updates. Debt to GDP or utang as far as in reference to GDP ratio. Why is this important? Ano ba to, Clive? Para we can make more context to this. Okay. Whenever you uh, invest in a bond, uh, you have to take a look at the what is the probability that the borrower or the issuer of the bond will pay you back. So, mm-hmm. ang tinitingnan ng mga investors usually are mga credit metrics. So, if it's a regular na corporation, titingnan mo ano yung mga levels ng debt ng corporation na nag-issue ng bond versus yung kanyang equity or versus yung kanyang assets. So, these ratios, titingnan niya yung financial leverage ng isang company. So, pag mas malaki yung utang niya, mas malaki yung default risk or yung credit risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, governments, like the Philippine government, also issued debt, di ba? Pag may binitay ng government securities as investors, essentially, we're lenders to the Philippine government. Now, uh, governments are not uh, private institutions, okay? So, ang, ang indicator ng credit health ng isang, ano, ng isang government would be uh, by using, by taking a look at certain metrics. And one of them is the debt-to-GDP. So, kumbaga parang the bigger your debt-to-GDP ratio, the bigger the potential default risk. Kasi that means, mm. kapag lumalaki utang niya, lumalaki yung numerator mo as a, ano, uh, as a percentage of yung kanyang uh, uh, ability to grow as an economy. Mm-hmm. So uh, recently kasi parang ano eh, as, uh, since the start of the pandemic, 
parang nag uh, uh, hover around 60 to 61 percent yung debt to GDP ratio na Philippines. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't much of a concern before kasi parang if you compare the debt to GDP ratio of emerging markets, uh, peers uh, of the Philippines, yun ang normal eh, mga 60 to 61 percent. But yung mm-hmm. recently, recently, umakit na siya to 63% at nababandera yan sa mga headlines recently. So, mm-hmm. kaya nag, nag, nag-trigger yun ng mga talks recently about, uy, uh, baka, ano, is there a potential na baka mag-downgrade tayo in our credit rating? But uh, but the, the point here is, uh, the debt-to-GDP ratio as a metric can be used by international and local investors as a sort of like a measure of uh, how gano'ng nakalaki uh, yung utang ng Pilipinas or utang ng gobyerno uh, which should be get imputed into our when we demand a certain rate of return or on our investments by buying government securities. There you go. So Clyde, if I may digest it on a one de la Cruz level. So parang let's say tayo, diba? this is like us in a consumer point of view. Kung marami ka bang utang as compared to your earning capacity, which in this particular scenario can be your, sa government, yung, yung GDP. Kasi this is where you get the income. Tama ba, Clive? Is that more of a less a, a practical way of looking at it on a personal basis? Yep, precisely. So if a, a country has uh, high levels of economic growth, it's expected na nakaka-collection ng tax collections. Kasi diba, if you have a growing economy, yeah. mas malaking ability niya to generate revenues to taxes. So that would be less of a burden for the, uh, for the country or for the government to borrow naman or issue new debt. Kaya, kaya, yeah. yan, yan, kaya yan yung, ano, yan yung, that's how you link yung uh, debt levels to GDP. Okay. Now, ibig sabihin din, when you say 60%, 61%, this is comparison of magkano ba talaga ang utang ng gobyerno as far as the total growth is concerned. So parang tama ba? Is it safe to assume that, of course, less debt as compared to GDP, that's better? Pero maybe my question is, Maliba, Clive or Raft na tumataas, is that a cause of concern? Uy, dumadami na yung utang vis-a-vis growth natin. Is that a safe assumption to work on? Or is there a contrarian view to that, Clive? Precisely because of the pandemic. Uh, we needed to grow. We needed to fight off or ward off the negative effects of the pandemic. So we really needed to borrow. The government needed to borrow money to be able to spend on um, uh, 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 protecting the economy, uh, on spending on uh, medicine, diba? yung mga ayuda. So there are a lot of you know, reasons why we, need, we needed to borrow that money. So parang it has to be put in context naman. But if it were, for example, a normal year na hindi naman pandemic, tapos umabot ng 65%, that could potentially be a reason for you to get concerned that lumat- tumatas yung debt levels. Pero ako personally, I would feel na parang we have to take it into context na kaya tumaas yung debt levels natin was because uh, the government had no choice but to borrow funds to be able to fight the pandemic. Okay, now thank you very much, Clyde. So parang what you're saying, you have to think where are you, where are you using at least yung money na binara mo from the debt. Kasi if you're using it to build the country coming from the pandemic, then maybe... That is one way to look at it. Pero sabi mo ka, Clive, if you're looking at it on a non-pandemic perspective, bakit? There's going to be a big question mark that. Now, maybe before we close, let's go to Raph. Raph, um, we're saying it's around 63%. Do we still expect this to go higher? Or will it normalize factoring the 8.3 growth that we recently uh, saw as only... Estimated by BPI. I'm just saying that, diba? So, what do you think, Raf? 
Yeah, uh, actually, yung expectation namin is, well, yung borrowing requirements in government, most likely it will uh, remain substantial in the next uh, two years uh, because the country is still in the process of uh, recovery. And the government, it needs to spend no in order to uh, support the economy in this uh, recovery uh, phase. Uh, but then, ang challenge sa atin ngayon is... Uh, well, hindi naman mas maungutang, but ang challenge sa atin is we need to make sure na productive yung uh, paglalagyan natin ng pera. We need to make sure na yung hiniram natin, uh, mas malaki yung kikitain natin or yung growth natin in order to offset you know, that uh, increase no in, in debt. So, uh, magdedepende yan on uh, the growth of the economy. Well, uh, in the next, uh, well, in the coming months, in the coming uh, years naman, we expect uh, a continuous uh, recovery no, for the economy. So, yung expectation namin this year na growth is around 7%. And then, mm-hmm. in the coming years, uh, around 6% pa rin. So, ang challenge sa atin ngayon is to make sure na yung growth ng debt natin, it's uh, slower compared to the growth of our economy in order to make sure na yung debt to GDP natin doesn't go up no to a level that is uh, very uh, dangerous no so yun yeah all right thank you very much Raf now maybe close uh, to close Clive okay Juan de la Cruz asking sabi niya debt to GDP uh, a lot of things happening around us new new administration coming in soon what should I do I mean should I not invest kasi dumalaki ang debt or should I take advantage any tips Clive uh, I will stick to my the advice that I gave a few episodes ago. Na it's it makes sense at this point, given the many uncertainties, to make sure you have cash on hand. Na mm-hmm. just in case that you already see a level na you want to start buying again, because naging sobrang cheap na no mga assets na gusto mong bilhin, or matas na yung mga levels ng yields. You can deploy those funds when you need them. The last thing you want to do is kapag nandiyan yung opportunity to to buy an investment that looks very attractive, wala kang excess funds. So importante talaga na meron tayong excess cash. And uh yeah, uh, I would still focus on uh, getting the shorter dated instruments just to make sure na since the the view talaga is packaging rates especially since the BSB hasn't started hiking rates yet. So there is still that potential that locally, interest rates might start going up already. So it always makes sense to be, be short first habang pocket yung rates. There you go. So thank you very much, Clive. Now, when Clive says ex- um, liquidity does not mean you spend on your cash, <laughs> no, meaning you just have to think about it. Like our gentleman said, if you need to borrow or you need to spend, Thing. Is this something that will make me more productive? Is this for my family, for mental health, and so forth? So there has to be good value to that. Now, if you need any help, how much liquidity do you need? How much cash should I put there? Short-term investments, even long-term investments. Talk to us. Talk to our um, Forex Solutions advisors, investment advisors. We'll handhold you on how to make this investment strategy work for you. But for now, once again, congratulations to the team of Sir June. Graph and the Bubble Markets Research. Congratulations to you. Clive, thanks for joining us. And of course, to our Unibankers, maraming salamat. Do not forget to answer our huddle uh, quiz to get the training credit. Stay safe, everyone. Have a great day ahead. Bye-bye.